All right, let's do this. Welcome into another five-minute post-game show, uh, courtesy of Post Game Pints, Campbell and Gallo, live from the Bell Center. Mitch, we are uh, close, but not close enough, as uh, we are at the Bell Center. Uh, Canadians, do it in overfund. Yes, Barry Kakiemi. I mean, what a moment for the kid, and he's just showing that he's a playoff performer. Yeah, another goal for Esperi Kakanyemi in the playoffs, Sean. And you got to feel good for the kid after being a healthy scratch in uh, game number one. And he's found a way to have an impact on the series anyway, scoring uh, three goals in uh, in the five games that he played, one of them being a game-winning goal in overtime. And he's something like the fourth, the youngest player now in Canadians history uh, to score a goal in uh, in overtime in the playoffs. And you think about the fact that we had fans in the building for the first time in a very long time, the way that game was going, I think it was pretty fitting that the home team won and sent most of those fans home happy. Yeah, the way that the game started was unbelievable, and you could see the players had the energy. I don't know how they're going to have energy for Game 7. I know we're going to be able to preview that, uh, but the Canadians did a lot of good things in this hockey game, and they got that 2 nothing lead. They earned it. They were the better team, even when it was 0-0. I thought the Canadians came out on top of the Leafs through periods 1 and 2, even though it was no score. Uh, and then the Canadians got that 2-0 lead. And then sitting on a lead against the Leafs is probably not the best thing to do. We've seen the problems uh, the last two games. But they're pulling out some magic in overtime. So I have no idea how to predict what's going to happen in Game 7. But I'm going to say, Mitch, I like the Canadians in this hockey game. It was one of their better performances. Well, you look at the uh, breakdown. They were better on special teams. They were better in the first period for sure. The two goals at least scored went in off uh, Jeff Petrie's skate, uh, kind of good bounces for the Maple Leafs there. And again, Toronto's top players were held off the score sheet, something we've seen quite a bit in this uh, series. So I'm with you. Pretty complete game uh, for the Canadians. They were the deserving winners. I know uh, overtime was a, was a bit of another story as a Toronto press, but at the end of the day, uh, they get a shot in overtime that goes in. They find a way to win, and that's all that matters. All right, we talked about Carey Price a whole lot, but wow, once again, six games in, he is the Canadiens' best player. He's proven why he's the highest-paid player, even though players don't get paid in the playoffs. I mean, he is worth every penny right now for the Canadiens. Yeah, and I'm somebody who always talks about the uh, goaltending position being uh, overrated and not needing to spend a lot on that position to be, uh, to be a Stanley Cup-caliber team. However, uh, when he is their best player, he can have a very big impact on the outcome of a game. And tonight was one of those games where he had a very big impact. And I think he might, might even be in the minds of the shooters on the Maple Leafs at this time, uh, as we see them shoot wide on a consistent basis and they're having a lot of trouble scoring. So that's on Carey Price and he's done what he's needed to do. We spoke about the potential for the Canadians to win the series. What had to go well for them? And one of those things was they needed eight performances uh, from Carey Price. And so far through six games, uh, they've gotten that from him. And, and again, it's another game. I know it goes to overtime, but the goaltending was a difference. I thought, you know, the goals that got by Campbell was he's flopping around. Uh, I called him the reverse Dominic Hasek. When he flops, things go completely wrong where Hasek flops and he makes crazy saves. And then the other thing is that, uh, you know, even let's, you know, a wrister from the high slot. I know it hit the defenseman at the same time. And then 
And then even Toffoli's goalie could have had. So heading into game seven, you have two goalies trending in different directions. Yeah, I don't necessarily look at it that way, though, Sean. Um, I don't look at it as Carey Price versus Jack Campbell. I look at it as Carey Price versus the Leafs' top players. Their goalie falls way down the list uh, of important players for that team if they're going to have success. Carey Price at the top of the list for Canadians players if they're going to want to have success. But for the Leafs, it's Carey Price versus Austin Matthews, Sean. That is the matchup. I'm not looking at Price versus Campbell. I'm looking at Price versus Matthews. And so far, Matthews has one good game. It was a week ago on Saturday when he had his three points and his goal. Other than that, he's been very quiet. And you look at his regular season, he was the league's leading goal scorer. And if he finishes the series with one in only seven games, that's well below his regular season clip. It's not good enough. And don't forget, the Leafs are known to choke in the first round. They had a 3-1 series lead. It's now 3-3, Game 7, Monday night. That's it for us. That's your five-minute post-game show, courtesy of post-game fights. Oh, I definitely need my LeBras beer. Too bad the Campbell play-by-play is sold out. Uh, I got a couple in my fridge. I know. I have a couple, too. You bought the last one for me. It was great. But I'm going to maybe have an angry gala.